Hello, welcome to our podcast. Uh, your host Jonathan here and Mr. Oren Peso. The topic of the day is Shidduchim dating, healthy dating rather. The system. The Shidduch system in Brooklyn. In general. Let's speak the truth to the Oilam. The Oilam wants to hear the truth. For those of you who don't know what Oilam is, Oilam is the world. So. The Shidduch system, in my opinion, is imperfect. It's imperfect. We're in an imperfect world. It's always going to be imperfect. Yes. Everything is imperfect. I think the pros of the Shidduch system... Focus on the positive, not the negative. Thank thank (laughs) you you for your your Instagram quotes. I think the the pros... You know, that's how he says it. Focus on the positive. What do you do with your life? What time do you wake up, Rabbi? None of your business. (laughs) I think, I think the pros of the Shidduch system is that it's, it's cultivated for, you know, kosher dating, no touching, getting to know the person for who they are. And obviously it protects you in a fashion that the Shadchans not only give you a girl that you know or you have similar religious levels, similar outlooks in life. Similar it's very goal oriented. You guys are both there to meet up and to meet focus, up, go out and try to get and try eight, to ten get times, married to see if you have chemistry. Go out eight, ten times, maybe even less and get married. Fine. The problem is a lot of us watched a lot of Hollywood and we got brainwashed on what real love is and we we have different ideas of how dating should look you know there's a lot of dating nowadays with singles events and uh, you know dating apps and meeting a girl in the street yeah, many rabbis are against going up to a girl and asking for her phone number some people will tell you it's okay um, I personally don't have anything wrong with it. I'm not a rabbi. I'm not making a, a halachic type of paskin. But if you ask me, if you do things in a kosher way, because that's, we have to be real with ourselves. Being real with ourselves doesn't mean to conform to a certain type of living. Oh, it, you, it, can, you can it, do that. No, no, listen. It, it just you means... Just have the goals. It just means to be realistic where we are because we're not going to do things holding. the right way. And we're not saying, God forbid, don't follow the Torah. If you're very yeshivish and you want to do the shidduch system and you like it and you want to only do two, three dates, fine. But, but for, for those of us who are more modern and come from different types of backgrounds and parents who were Baal Tshuva and maybe even parents that are foreigners in this country of Moroccan descent, Syrian descent, whatnot, it's, it's very different. We grew up different. And for us to grow up in a yeshivish system and, and try to be yeshivish when really in our hearts we're not, it's, it's, a, big, it's a big philosophical um, crisis. Yeah. I mean, you can make up, you can join the other system, like just going out and meeting people as long as you have a goal. That's the whole Shidduk system in, in a nutshell, is that it's very focused on finding the right one for marriage, not for a hookup. Because today with hookup culture, everybody's just trying to find like one or two things in common and boom, boom, pow, then just meet up and chill and, those and that's it. Those things in common are you're attractive yeah. and you have money. Exactly. Um, but if you're goal oriented and you want um, something real, you want something real, you something want something really real. So you don't have to go through the shidduch system. 
um, especially if you're not from a yeshivish background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if they don't want to go through the shidduch system, then what do they do? They do what you just mentioned. They, the singles events, it can be people. Um, yeah, but the you meet is- someone in the street or in a store. You don't have to say, "Oh, I'm gonna give, uh, I'm gonna try to find her and maybe ask a shatchan about her." If if that works for you, then go ahead. It's better because there's a person in the middle, a middleman, and he or she can direct it and make it better for everybody. Like you won't hurt someone's feelings if you use a shatchan. Yes. Or she can recommend where you should go out. She can um, she can recommend how to how to approach the first, second date, whatever it is. Um, and by the way, viewers, the reason why the system was designed with the middlemen is to protect both parties' feelings. Yeah. Because, um, in my opinion, 90% of people that date without a middle person, it always ends in a train wreck. And it's not anyone's fault. We're just, we're immature, you know, no matter, even if we're 16 or if we're 20 or if we're 30, 40, it doesn't matter. We're immature. People have egos, people have respect, people have dignity, and feelings get hurt. But when you go out with someone and you don't even have to worry about texting or calling them after and you don't have that you know, anxiety on your mind about what do I say, I don't like them, you just tell the person respectfully, amazing person, amazing boy or girl, it's not for me, it's not for me. You know, you don't even have to get into all the details why you don't like that person. Never tell a shalchan too much because they'll use it against you. That's from my personal experience. <laughs> you tell them it's not for me whatever a person yeah. that I believe people have to learn how to be free thinkers we have to be more independent in our in our thoughts we don't need to uh, speak through our decision making with everybody you know because it makes us look um, less less independent and less intelligent you have to know how to make a decision for yourself because at the end of the day you're deciding to get married and, and you're deciding if this girl's for you or not one important factor I'd like to mention, the Torah has a pasuk, as a verse that says, Ahava tluya al-davar eno ahava. Love that is dependent on a thing or a matter, for that example, for that... For that conditional uh, love. Yes, love that is conditional is not real love. What does that mean? Let's say, boy meets girl. Girl is pretty, boy likes pretty girl. Boy is rich, girl likes rich boy. Time goes on, 10 years go by, they get married, Baruch Hashem, Simotov, Mazatov, Mazatov, Simotov. The boy married the girl for her beauty, like we, like we mentioned. The girl loses her looks. Normal. She has, a, she has two, three kids, looks go away, gains a little weight. It's the nature of the world. It's 100% okay. But that's what happens. He starts to lose his taste in her because he married her for her looks. We're in a recession. The economy is declining thanks you thanks to our amazing uh, president, sarcasm intended, and the man loses his wealth. So both both of these people married each other for a certain matter. That matter faded with time, and now there's, there's no love remaining. It's, it's so important to marry the person for who they are inside, for who they are as a person. You're marrying the person person is, is, is gonna stick at the end of the day mm-hmm. without putting any bad eye my grandparents are married for I think 60 years and thank, thank God they're both still alive and living in Israel 
they both this is to, to what I from what I've seen I, this is a true perfect relationship they met when they were young they were both each other's first love obviously that doesn't always happen to people but they got married 60 years later no cheating no entertaining other options they they got married for them they got married because they both loved each other and who each other was to the extent where my grandfather goes he says there's a smell of na'ana and my grandmother knows he wants tea <laughs> that's such a weird way to do it it's Moroccan he goes she goes that's so cute it's cute you see it's like it's innocent love and 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 when I grew up, I always wanted something like that. But unfortunately, in today's world, with so much availability and options, it's very difficult to find something authentic, true, and genuine. Thoughts? Yeah, it's very difficult. Um, it's old-fashioned. Where, where people actually communicated and not sat on their phones the whole time. You know? Oh, that's a big point. That's a very... Elaborate on that. The people need to hear a lot of times you go out to restaurants, you, you go to family gatherings, and you tend to see everybody today on their phone. I'm guilty of it, I'm pretty sure everybody listening, pretty sure Jonathan also. We tend to lose focus on what, what's in front of us. We want to be social and everything. We're all on Instagram and TikTok and um, all these social media. But at the meantime, what's in front of us, we're not present. You have your your family, your friends. You check out instead of checking in and trying to build a relationship with everybody. Some of us don't even have a true relationship with our parents because we're so stuck with our phones and ev- caring about everything that's going around. You're so attached. Yeah. Instead of just seeing what's in front of us, what's m- the most important thing at the end of the day is family. No one's going to like you more than your mother, your father, your wife, your children. That's really who you're living for. Yeah. You go to work every day. You work hard. You know, you, you, you make investments. You try to make an income. All this hard work, people get distracted. Some people make a lot of money and they forget why they started it for. Yeah. So when you, when you go on a date, a lot of guys, I mean, my rabbi told me that he left his phone in his car. Amir? No, Rabbi Navon. Oh. <laughs> Why are you laughing? We said, oh. Continue your thought. Oh, man. So yeah, you gotta leave your phone in your car. (laughs) 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 We're not even high, bro. We're laughing like this. (laughs) 
Wow. So yeah, just stay off your phone and try to build something. Um, embrace the awkwardness, the moment of silence. And don't just like fizzle to your phone and try to fidget. Just be present. That's yeah, many people use the telephone as, a, as an escape mechanism. Yeah. It's so easy. It's so easy to pick up the phone. And, and I think the biggest psychological trick is that it makes you look like you're doing something important. In reality, the majority of people are just like scrolling up and down their home screen, like trying to think of what's important to do. Okay, so I checked Instagram 10 times. I checked TikTok 13 times. And Jonathan was on my For You page. And I liked, I liked all his videos and I, and I followed him. And then I checked my Robinhood, all my stocks and cryptos down. And uh, that's it. Okay, nothing's gonna change. Nothing's gonna, it's not gonna change anything if you just put the phone down, don't bring it with you to these social gatherings. You know, be present with your friends, build a real relationship. But you think me and Orn over here would have built a, a good friendship if we were both on our phones the whole time? There are many times where me and him, we put our phone down and we have quality time together as friends. You know, it's so important. You play basketball together, you go out to eat, you make me you go to Shior. Something our rabbi is very keen on is, is not letting anyone take out his, his phone during class or else he wouldn't even learn. People would just be on their phones. You know, we come to learn every night. One hour, give it to Hashem. Don't take out your phone. And besides learning, it's, this should be a lesson to, 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 the, to the people listening to any, anything in life. When you're, when you're busy working, work. When you're working out, work out. Whatever you're doing, give your full attention to or else you develop the the attention span of a, of a goldfish. No, oh, or you get half-assed results. What that's the cursing. No, that's it's me. I'm not uh, Rabbi Jonathan Bishimol. I need all of it. that's me. Or else you get half uh, you get half results. It's true. Yeah. But listen, it doesn't hurt to drop your phone and to focus. Besides, it doesn't hurt your. You have to look at what you're losing and what you're gaining. You have the, you have the, you know, you know, they did a study one time to see. There was a, there was a scientific study done in Harvard to see um, a human being's memory, and they came out with a, with a statistic that human people that that took less pictures and actually enjoyed the the the, the, the scenario, whatever was going on. They remembered it better than people that took pictures of it. Wow. They remembered it more vividly and more brightly than people that would take out their phones. Yeah, sure, because they're living it. How many just... videos I see of people on the subway getting attacked and everyone's just taking out their phone instead of helping the yeah, damn that's guy? that's a new thing. People are not present. Like, hello, the guy is being attacked or the woman is being harassed. Why are you... Why are you not helping the person? Why are you taking out a phone to get some views online from people you don't even know? Like people don't even, we lost our train of, we lost our way. We lost our way, we lost our thinking, we lost, we lost, we lost our humanity. All because of this phone. Yes, I'm not, I'm not trying to bash phones. Are phones important? Yes, phones are important. But the phone is a tool. It's a tool that could be used for good or for bad. If you use your phone productively to use it for good things, you don't excess 
over it, then fine. If you're using your phone as a way to escape and to, to scroll mindlessly, and, and you're not, you're not really, you know, there's, yeah. a, there's no point. Anyways, back to the dating topic. If you're going out with a girl or you're meeting someone, put your phone away. Something I want to talk about what for a second. Say, what do you say about the guy that didn't meet? Is he who? Yeah, and is losing hope. I I think it's foolish to lose hope. Um, 40 days before you were created, your woman was made for you. There's no such thing as a man that was made as a half. Um, everyone who is single is half a man, and when he gets married, he will become a full man. That is why it's difficult. You're in a test now, and the solution to this test is not to go to clubs and venues and parties and escape what's bothering you. The solution when you're single is to heal, to understand your pain, understand how you were raised, and to stop with the victim mindset. Stop with the victim mindset. Stop blaming people. Stop pointing fingers for your problems. Take responsibility. When you're gonna be married one day and you tell your wife, oh, it's because my parents, hello, buddy, what are you, a little child? There are bills to pay. There are responsibilities to attend to. You can't keep pointing fingers and, 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 and playing victim your whole life. There's gonna be a certain point in time where you need to accept responsibility as the man that you are. You know, and in terms of losing, losing hope, don't lose hope. You know, our rabbi always says when you finally get married, you're gonna look back at all those days when you were single, and you're, it's gonna it's gonna feel like it's gonna feel like a joke to you. You know. Is this a podcast? Or are you talking? talking to myself. Talking, talking to, to me. Talking to the oilam. Oh, you're talking to the oilam. Why? Stop, man. So that. I think it should be more conversation. What do you mean? Back and forth type of thing. No, I'm saying my two cents on what I think people should be, because I'm very, I'm very against many of the things that men do these days that that makes them less powerful. I'm an advocate for 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 more powerful men. So many men these days, they have bad hygiene. They don't know what to say to a woman that's not self-centered. They they think the world is all about them. They, they don't realize that things are happening for them, not to them. People don't know how to see the good in things. People, people need emunah and bitachon, which means faith and confidence in God. When you start to... We live in a, we live in a world that has eye problems. Not eye like your eyes. Like eye, as in I, 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 me, me, me. It's, it's me, it's me, it's me. Nothing is you, buddy. Everything is everything that Hashem is doing is behind the scenes. Everything is good, and you need to see positivity in all of your issues, and realize that these aren't issues; they're merely solutions to your problems. Hey Rabbi, I'm here to Hey Rabbi, what's my mama saying? Tell me, say, baby, watch his tongue before a cat's gonna bite it. I didn't call her yet. Rabbi, you're going to be in our podcast. You're going to be in our podcast. What? 
מה שאתה אומר, ברוך השם, כפרת אבות, נעשה תשובה. יאללה, תודה לי מה קורה, קשר על היד 11. רביי, רביי. או תאמר להם קודם רביי, רביי. נו. What's your opinion on the שידוך סיסטם? יאללה, יהיה בסדר, נדבר אחר כך, יאללה, ביי. Back to the Oilam. Bikitzer, you know, we can go on or uh, on and on about all the things that are wrong with the world. I think what it boils down to is that people need to see the good in, in the world and the good in themselves. And when you truly learn how to um, stop being so critical about things and just appreciate everything and be more present in the moment and appreciate your life for what it is, you'll find happiness. And through... Upgrading your mindset and being more happy, you'll upgrade your consciousness. And through upgrading your consciousness, you'll find the right one. You know, me and Oren, we're not married, but we have hope. We have hope and, and we, we don't spend time focusing on why we're not married. Instead, we focus on maybe how can I attract a better soulmate. Or how we can better ourselves. The, the Jonathan Ben Shimol Self-growth. of November 30th. Two o'clock in the afternoon is not the same Jonathan Ben Shimol on, on December 2nd or December 3rd. Every, any moment your, your match can change. You, every, any moment you have the, the free will to make a good decision or a bad one. Really? 100%. Your zivug changes every moment? Any moment. Any, any maase you do. If you decide right now to open up your bank account and to donate $1,000 to some chesed organization, your zivug will change. You upgraded a new level. You did something. You you did something that's not that according to your prior action is not. By, by the koyim, they view it the same way. You 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 match. No, I was gonna say something. I forgot. You attract where you are. Yeah, you attract who you are. Exactly. Yeah, and and it's the scary part is when people start to say. Uh, why am I attracting this type of girl? Because uh, look in the mirror. You are what you eat also. Yeah. You are what you eat. You're a product of your environment. So if you're hanging out with the wrong crowd, you're going to attract the wrong people, attract the wrong spouse. It's a, it's a very big lesson. It's a very big uh, lesson in growing up and maturity and, and really becoming an adult. You know, taking responsibility for who you are and stopping to point fingers at everybody else and point that finger at yourself. And that's the only way. That's the only way. Because if you attract someone when you're not in a good headspace, then it's not going to be a happy marriage life. The biggest decision a person makes in his life is who he decides to marry on his wedding night. You know, some, sometimes you can make decisions that don't have such big uh, ramifications afterwards and repercussions. So what should a person do? But the woman Tomorrow you, morning, the a woman person you wants marry, to get married. He decides that he's ready. And he wants a date in a kosher way. How should he go about it? He should reach out to matchmakers. He should... Let's say match Shatchanim is on his route. It doesn't, well, that's already the problem. You should be open-minded to it, at least. You, you, don't close the door for yourself. You don't know where your girl's going to come from. You don't know where your money's going to come from. You, you don't try. know where anything's going to come you from. You should try. Let's say you didn't if try. If you're in a mindset of, I don't want to do this, then you're just 
why not? Like, be open-minded. There's, yeah. there's, there's no come from anywhere. There's no golden rule with this. Be open-minded to anything. You know, so, so many of my friends that are married, they they show me the picture of the girl, and I saw how she looks, and I'm like, there's no shaykhus. This, this is just like a weird, poorly displayed image of this girl. But she, in person, she's a whole different person. Don't judge a book by its cover. Don't close doors for yourself. For all you know, the girl that you're you're meant to marry is on your phone. You just keep saying no to her because, uh, for whatever reason, you know. And if, if you try Shiduchim and you want to try something else, you know, look into singles events. Look into, speak to people, you know, tell people, I want to get married, go to your local uh, shul, let people know. Let people know that I'm, I'm ready to get married now and I want to, to be available for any offer, any potential offer. Remember and, the... And Bezrat Hashem, if you pray, it'll come. I had an interview with Rabbi Pesach Kron the other day. He told me, if you daven for somebody else, Hashem's going to give it to you. But Hashem works measure for measure. So if Hashem sees this person really wants to get married and they stop to go pray for someone else despite their own needs, then Hashem is definitely going to take care of them. And it's like that with anything. If, if, if you're not so wealthy financially and you pray for someone else to have success, pray for yourself too. We're not saying not to pray for yourself. But... Praying for someone else when you want something is such a big mila. It's so, it's so honorable in God's eyes. God loves these things. God really loves these types of behaviors. No, zero. We spoke. I mean, is there another? that we didn't head on regarding Shiduchim uh, the system I, spoke I, about. I think another point I want to bring is is how men could look for a good girl for himself I think as a man you should look for a woman who is who has a good relationship with the people around her in her life or her family her good, healthy relationship yes not only a healthy relationship with her surroundings, her family and her friends, she should have a good relationship with herself. She should know how to love herself and give herself compassion and, and, and love and patience and care. Or else she's going to be coming to you for all the things that she can't give herself. A critical lesson for men it's and for women... It's for guys too. A critical lesson for men and women is that you don't need anybody in life. And a relationship is meant to grow from the, with the other person. Not to suck them dry like a leech and develop a codependent situation. Mm-hmm. And in order to grow, you have to be a healthy person. And I also think another important thing to look for is is uh, the type of schooling she went through and what other people have to say about her. It's not important so much what other people have to say about her, but it's important. But it also it has it has a. It has importance in a manner of, you know, she's around people and people are going to have an idea of you. People are like, some people are not liked. And it's just, it's good to, to ask, you know, how does she, how is she majority of the time? I think a very important thing for both men and women is, are you a happy person? Because if you li- if you marry someone who's not happy, your house is not going to be happy. The last thing you want is a miserable home. A miserable home is the farthest it's 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 a it's a it's a curse you don't 
God bless you. You don't want to have a. You don't want to have to come home every day and, and and be nervous to enter your house, you know, and be scared to open the fridge because someone's gonna yell at you. <laughs> and people are a lot of people project how they feel inside, and if you don't marry someone who has a good relationship with themselves and with Hashem, especially, and someone that's spiritual, and they're gonna take out everything on you. Usually, the most successful relationships come when one or the two are spiritual, and. If you're more spiritual than your spouse, don't judge them. Because if you judge them, then you're, you're not really a spiritual person because spiritual people don't judge other people. They help them grow and they come to them in a nice and polite way. And that's why, as I mentioned before, taking responsibility for yourself coupled with becoming more spiritual. Uh, you know, when you're spiritual, you're, you're practically invincible. There's nothing to ever be upset about. Everything is happening for the good. And you work on being more mindful and present. And you dedicate time every day for God and for mindfulness and for meditation and for taking care of yourself. Then you can really give in a relationship. But if someone is not upset, with, if someone is upset with themselves and they're coming into a relationship from a taker's perspective, and that, like I said, leads to codependency. And you can... You can see how it's going to end. I'm going to end with this last piece. Rabbi Yosef Mizrahi, Shlita, he always says in his classes, if you want to know how something is going to end, look at how it started. So if you see in the beginning a mess of a relationship, then it's very easy to see how the situation is going to end. But if you see in the beginning two healthy-minded, growth-oriented people who worked on themselves... And they come together to build a beautiful Beit Neiman Be'Israel together, then the chances are not guaranteed, but it's more in their favor than two people who aren't developed and come into a relationship together. Bezrat Hashem, I bless everyone listening to find their person. And if they already found their person, I bless you with massive Shalom Beit. And only Hatzlacha and success and Be'ezrat Hashem, you should work on yourselves and become the best version of you and you should attract the best person for you. Amen. Amen.